Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great new vehicles. Fabulous pre owned inventory. And. When you look at the service department, yeah, let's face it, routine maintenance is critical. I mean, you have to have a great service department to make sure that you're up to date and everything, and they have that. Fabulous sales staff, great deals to be had, now's a great time to buy. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15, and Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. In a major upset in our play-by-play call of the day, it doesn't involve the Yankees. I'm spreading the love a little bit. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> the Braves in 13 win it. Freddie Freeman, who might be the National League most valuable player, delivered. One and two on Freddie Freeman. A base hit wins it. Ponche a lead at third. And the pitch on the way. Swung on, driven out to center field. And the Braves take game one. And Freddie Freeman breaks hearts in Cincinnati and scores Pache. And in 13 innings, the Braves take down the Reds one to nothing. And the Braves completed the sweep today, 5-0. They beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati did not score a run in the two games. And the Braves, for the first time in 19 years, have won a playoff series. Third and final game, White Sox-A's 1-0. White Sox in the bottom of the second. Cubs and Marlins postponed because of rain in Chicago. Game two of that series. They'll play tomorrow. Cardinals Padres at seven. Cardinals won the opener. Brewers Dodgers at 10. Dodgers won the opener. Off day for the NBA Finals. With the Lakers winning with relative ease last night. Steelers Titans will not play this week. There was two more positives for the Titans. So I think they're going to work it out because Baltimore and Pittsburgh had a bye week on November 1st, I believe. And the Titans have a bye week on October 25th. It's something like that. So what they'll do is, however it's going to work out, it's going to be the Steelers and the Titans probably playing October 25th, and it's going to be the Steelers against the Ravens on November 1st. I think that's how it's going to work out. I think what happens is the Ravens and the Steelers each had a bye week on the 25th, something like that. I'm trying to think. Now, they're, they're playing the 25th. It's going to move their game back a week because their bye week was the 1st. And then the Titans by weeks the 25th, so they'll play on that day. Yeah, it's the kind of year you have to make that kind of adjustment. The way it is. As I said yesterday, you have to respect it, 
you have to understand how contagious it is. You can under, have to understand the depth of problems it can potentially create. You have to understand all that. That's why you wear a mask. That's why you social distance. That's why you wash your hands and so forth. But at the same time, what we've learned over the last seven or eight months is you also don't go into the fetal position either. There are two extremes here. It's not, oh, it's just a cold. No. You can't look at it that way. But you also can't look at it as something where that's it. I don't want to. I don't want to go anywhere. You have to make your own decision on that. But you know, there's a point where you have to sit there and say, based on what we've seen in the last seven or eight months and how it's progressed over the last seven or eight months, I think you can make different decisions now compared to the decisions you would have made back in April and May. How about that? So we'll leave it at that. It's somewhere in the middle. The middle for you may lean one way, or the middle for you may lean a different way. But it's not the extremes. not the extremes. I know here at Penn State, I know a lot of people have been waiting here at Penn State for them to send everybody remotely. They haven't done that yet. I mean, I'm still teaching in person. I've had one student in my class, one, that didn't get it, but said they were exposed to it. So for him, I set up a Zoom with him the last two weeks or started three weeks ago well he went through the 14 days he was back in class on Monday he's the only one that's missed everybody else has been there and do they social distance? yes do they all wear a mask? yes do I wear a mask? yes do I look better with one on? oh my goodness yes that's why I'm on radio I refer to it as my radio persona And now you have an official Steve Jones show mask that I presented to you at the golf outing. I know you do. Somewhere, somehow, we've got to get the king one. We do. Absolutely. But again, this, again, this you know, the NFL is going to play this game. They're going to try and push through this. Now, the Vikings are in better shape. The Vikings have repeatedly tested negative all week. So they reopened their facility today. They're back practicing it looks like they're all set now to play their game with Houston. So that was a concern for the NFL. That's been taken off the table. Now it makes it that easier to figure out the Steelers-Titans thing. So the Steelers would have to play the Titans on the 25th and reschedule their game with the Ravens and move it to November 1st. It means the Steelers will play... 13 straight weeks. They asked Mike Tomlin about that. Mike Tomlin gave an answer that you would expect from me. I don't care. You start worrying about stuff like that, I'm telling you, it's all you do. Start worrying about stuff like that. My late father always always had a saying. He says, don't worry about things you can't control. Don't worry about things you can't control. Can't control it? Then don't worry about it. If it's something that you can control, if it's something that maybe you can do something about, then you worry about it. If it's something where you can't control it, 
his his feeling always was, if you can't control it, then don't worry about it. You know, make it work. And that's essentially what this is. So that's the decision they made there. Uh, we mentioned NBA ratings down. The Stanley Cup final lowest rated since 2007 when Ottawa played the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, part of the problem, the NHL actually was going very well with ratings, going very well, very well, very well, until they got to the final. When they got to the final, it was Tampa Bay-Dallas. That's where they really ran into competition. Even the night that they clinched the cup, Tampa Bay did. It was on a Monday night. It was opposite Kansas City-Baltimore, which, by the way, gave ESPN-ABC a huge rating. So the Stanley Cup final, lowest rated since 2007. Most of Major League Baseball's playoff games had fewer than a million viewers. Not good, but again, just like the White Sox are playing Oakland now, how many people in America are watching that game? If I hadn't told you what was going on with the Reds and the and the Braves, you probably didn't even know the game was on. And that's a problem. For, and there's a volume of games. I think the Yankees and Indians probably had a decent rating last night, especially from seven to nine when the NBA Finals started. Maybe that changed, but baseball's actually been up. Hockey had been up until the final. The NBA's down. The NFL's bounced back. Sunday Night Football, here's the surprising thing. Sunday Night Football with Saints and Packers, that actually had fewer fans than the year before. Okay. Monday Night Football was Ravens and Chiefs. That scored big for ESPN. Huge. Tonight's game between the Jets and the Broncos has the ability, in my opinion, to achieve an all-time low. <laughs> Last year, the game was the Browns and the Rams on Thursday night in this particular spot, and that game brought with it a lot of interest. They actually rated very well. Uh, this game won't do that. I mean, I hate to tell Chris Elio this, because I know Elio's a diehard. But not only are the Jets not really that good, they aren't even fun to watch. No, he would probably tell you the same thing. Well, see, I'd have him on to talk about it, but then he'd start swearing. (laughs) I worry about those things. And it's 7 o'clock tonight for the baseball, which will be competing with the football game tonight is the Padres Cardinals and then game two Brewers Dodgers yeah I mean that'll be fine that's you know but yeah I mean that's where you are right now now here's one for you we talked about that now here's one for you guess what is guess what also is struggling in the ratings again baseball done very well now there's a lot of competition but Baseball done well. The NHL had done very well. Then, then they got the final at the competition. The NBA has not done well the entire time. That's the problem for them. They've got a problem because the entire time they haven't done well. It wasn't like they came back, hey, everybody couldn't wait, and then all of a sudden the competition happened and they fell off a little bit. No. The NBA hasn't done well the entire time. That's why they do have a problem. 
But here's one that is not off to a good start ratings-wise. College football. The highest-rated college football game of this young season so far is LSU-Mississippi State. It's no surprise that that happens to be an SEC game. Name teams. Because what did I say the first three, three weeks of the season? I felt like I was watching week zero over and over and over again. It felt like Groundhog Day. No intriguing matchups. Not really a lot of great games. The previous ratings high before Mississippi State LSU was Notre Dame-Duke. Notre Dame's first game in the ACC. That had been the previous high until that. Now this weekend's a little bit different. You've got Auburn playing Georgia. You've got Alabama playing Texas A&M. So let's see now when you've got some name entities playing one another, what kind of difference that makes. Because we have not had that yet here in the college football season. Yes, Kansas State beat Oklahoma. But Oklahoma's up 21 points. So with Oklahoma up 21 points, how many people are watching the game? Now suddenly when the game is tied, you probably have a surge of people going over to watch it. The game's tied, really? Kansas State's got a chance to win? When Oklahoma's up 21 points, you're not sitting there saying, hey, I'll hang in with this, or hey, I can't wait to watch uh, the rest of the Oklahoma-Kansas State game. I hear Oklahoma's up 21. That conversation rarely happens. Yeah, Kansas State lost to Arkansas State, but like again, it's Kansas State. It it just doesn't move the needle. The teams that move the needle haven't been playing until last weekend. This weekend, Alabama moves the needle to a point Texas A&M does. Georgia can move it. Auburn can move it. Yeah, they're all playing each other this weekend. Makes a big difference. Yeah, Notre Dame to a point can move the needle. There's some Notre Dame fans out there think, oh, how can you possibly say that? Notre Dame's NBC package, uh, au contraire, I see the numbers all the time. Their NBC package is okay, but they get crushed every week by ABC and ESPN. I don't mean like it's close. They get crushed. But Notre Dame can move it. Ohio State moves it. Penn State moves it. Yes, Michigan moves it. Alabama, Texas A&M, I think to a point LSU does, Georgia does. Especially if they're playing Florida or a game like this with Auburn, they move it. Oklahoma doesn't really move the needle. Great, you know, They've been a great program, but they don't really move it unless they're playing it. For example, they play Texas. Now that game moves the needle. So you haven't you haven't had those games. Yeah, you've had some upsets. Iowa State loses to Arkansas State. But like who sits there and goes, hey, I can't wait for the Iowa State game? I mean, outside of Ames. Outside of Des Moines. Who? It isn't that's one of those games you tune in later in the broadcast, say, Oh man, Arkansas State's got a shot. I think I'll watch some of this. Kansas State loses its game. 
And you sit there and say, okay. But Kansas State doesn't move the needle, so you're not interested in the game to begin with until you see the score late and go, oh, they got, wait a minute, they got a shot of losing here. Kansas lost to Coastal Carolina. Nobody watched that game. It was late at night. Coastal Carolina took advantage early, got up big. Kansas is not going to come back from that. Kansas, nobody's interested in Kansas football. There are people in Lawrence that aren't interested in Kansas football. And in Lawrence, for the most part, football just fills time until they get the basketball season. Now that one year they got to the Orange Bowl, they got people excited. But there's certain brand name teams, and you've had until last weekend, you had a lot of brand name teams not playing: Alabama, Texas A&M, Auburn, Georgia, Florida, Ohio State, Penn State. You had a lot of brand names that weren't playing. Now, for the first time last week, you can get some of the brand names playing, and let's see what happens before this month is out. The Big Ten is back. And then what kind of rating, for example, does a Penn State-Ohio State game get four weeks from Saturday? All right, we'll take a break. Back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Right, Braves completed the sweep over the Reds, winning 5 nothing today. Meanwhile, the White Sox lead at Oakland in the third and decided game of that series, 3 nothing. bottom of the third. Luis Robert is the big story in this game. He has had a hand in all three runs. He had a monstrous 487-foot home run to give him a one nothing lead. Then he singled to knock in a run in the third. And then he scored a run when he was doubled home after that. So he's either knocked in runs or scored runs. Luis Robert, who is a dynamic talent, but is, what's scary, an unfinished product, has been fabulous so far in this one. Because he is homered, knocked into, scored to. There you go. Couple of big injuries though for the White Sox. Their star rookie pitcher Garrett Crockett got hurt after he threw threw a slider to strike out Chris Davis. He's out of the game yep. now. Eloy Jimenez is now out too. Yep, they got injuries, but you know, you gotta be gutsy. You can't go out and buy a player like some organizations. There's been a lot of injuries around baseball to start the postseason. The Brewers lost two of their starting pitchers. The Padres lost a couple starting pitchers, too. And now you see the White Sox here. Well, nobody's had any breaks. Right. Nobody's had any breaks. What they're doing is not easy. And without any breaks, you occasionally will get a breakdown. Conversely... The NFL has had injuries, and part of that may be from not doing a lot, tremendous amount of hitting in the preseason. Which, because, and part of that is you didn't have any preseason games. Like, I'm not saying you got to play all these preseason games. Four is too many. But I think you have to play at least one, if not two. You don't need three, you de- definitely don't need four. 
But I think you need at least one, if not probably two. Conversely, for baseball, they've been tried so hard to get the 60 games in. They played a lot of games. Today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Final half hour coming up. Dick Girardi on the show tomorrow. We're going to talk about the Preakness along with also the King is on tomorrow. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai. Great new inventory. Maybe a pre-owned vehicle is more up your alley. Whether it's preference or maybe just the best way for you to go. They have a lot of great pre-owned inventory. They check it all of it over the fine-tooth comb. You know, they guarantee it. Fabulous uh, sales department. Great deals to be had. And... A fabulous service department. And it's not just major repairs. I mean, routine maintenance is critical. They're great. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. All right. So we were talking about uh, TV ratings in the previous half hour. Baseball had, had done really well. Right now the playoffs, eh, but there's so many playoff games on at so many different times. It's It's not great. The NBA just has not done well the entire time. That's the problem. The NHL did really well early. They got to the final with a lot of competition, fell back, lowest rated final since 2007. I mentioned college football has, has struggled to this point, but you haven't had the brand names playing until finally last weekend. Now we'll see what it's like when everybody's back at the end of the month. Then there's the NFL. Monday Night Football did great. You had Ravens, Chiefs, Mahomes, Jackson. Monday Night Football had a banner night. And then there's Sunday Night Football. Sunday Night Football, and this will go back to something I talked about last week. Sunday Night Football's ratings are down 5%. Ooh, big story. Do you realize that every single network is begging to have their viewership where instead of getting 19.7 million viewers, they get 19.2 million viewers? Oh, my goodness. What do we do now? I mean, do you know how badly network TV wants 19 million viewers for anything? Every year when the season is over with, the top 17 shows during that time frame, top 17, Sunday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, Sunday Night Football, Sunday Night Football. Ten years in a row. Ten years. It is... It's crazy. Okay? The Emmy Awards, big deal. Emmy Awards... 
Sunday Night Football crushed the Emmy Awards by a three-to-one margin. Hey, my goodness. You know, I, I, I guess the suit won for something on SETV, right? No? Uh, I don't know. I, th- I know I think he won something was, for Shikalemi. I think it was, it was for the Umbrella game, I think. <laughs> Maybe it was. Best blocking of the field. Great. Put that umbrella away. It's a big one. It's like Booger Mobile. I don't want to get wet. (laughs) But that is... That's the story. I said this last week. Same story. Al Michaels brought it up, too. He said, what are you talking about? They get more viewers than anybody. It's down 5%. So what? Not like, you know, their 5% is negligible compared to somebody else's 5%. The... So when it comes to Sunday Night Football, I, I, the only thing that surprised me is that the Packers-Saints game was down a bit. And I'm trying to remember. Only because the only because the matchup was really good. I just thought that one being down a little bit, I was like, geez, that matchup's a really good matchup. By the way, Al Michaels is doing the next eight Sunday night games before Mike Tirico then picks up one. So Al Michaels would do the next date. It was actually smart how they did that because Al Michaels will have done just West Coast games so far, which is pretty much all home games for him because he lives in Los Angeles. Yeah, but you know I don't think he minds traveling. And I, you know I don't I don't know him. I've only been I only met him one time, and it was a long time ago. Now at that point, when you're younger, nobody minds traveling. And travel does get to everybody. I mean, there's no getting around it. That's that's one of the issues along the way for um, when you'll hear people in this business when they when they cite, um, hey, you know, I love this, I love that, I love this, and you'll always hear the one negative thing. They always say, yeah, but boy, all the travel. Now, for us, it's been no issue because I've always been on team planes. I've always been. I mean, always football, basketball. I'm almost always been on a team plane. Now this year we won't allow, we won't be allowed to. Only quote tier one people can be on there, and I, you know, and, and we're you know, Jack, Dick, and I are tier two, so we're probably gonna have to go commercial to wherever. Of course, they got to decide all this stuff, but that's the way we understand it. Um. The uh, A's are down 3 nothing to the White Sox. And I think that game has moved to the fourth inning, I believe. Yeah, it's in the top of the fourth. As we mentioned earlier, Braves won 5 nothing over the Reds. Cubs-Marlin postponed because of rain. Cardinals-Padres at 7. Brewers-Dodgers at 10. All right. And the Braves, when they won, it was their first playoff series win in 19 years. Pretty good. And Goran Dragic and Bam Adebayo might not be able to play game two for the Heat. Oh! 
But he kind of hung in early, I guess, and then after that, they stopped hanging in. So that, yeah, that's that's. You know, there's a lot of sports going on at the same time. It's dividing up some of the audience, there's no question. I mean, let's face it, the uh, Ravens-Chiefs game on Monday night gave the Stanley Cup final no chance to have any success. That's the way it goes. I mean, I know Tampa Bay was in the process of winning the Cup, but it didn't. you're not going to have much of a chance when you've got a couple of heavyweights head-to-head. And usually Monday Night Football brings with it one of the weaker games of the week. Not that one. That one had all the more key that you thought was worthy of a Sunday night game. And the Steelers won't play this week. They might play the Titans on the 25th of October and then move the Ravens game to November 1st. That's how it might play out. The the Titans had two more positives today. Now, the Vikings are fine. They've been negative, negative, negative because of that. Boom, they're back in their facility. In fact, they were able to go back in the facility yesterday, and they're going to play Houston this weekend. So that's not going to be the issue for them moving forward. Uh, Broncos, Jets tonight. You have to really be the biggest diehard of all diehards to say, you know what, I think I'll watch that game. Yeah, I'll be flipping back and forth between that game and baseball, probably. Tonight. I mean, e- even Chris Elio's watching the Chicago PD marathon. <laughs> All right. Um, well, tell you what, Colts- though, Sunday night football may not have great ratings either, too, for their games in, uh, this weekend. Yeah, but see, but that's hate on your part. <laughs> All right, that's hate. <laughs> and speaking of North Dakota State quarterbacks, Trey Lance. Unless Carson Wentz has ruined Trey Lance's draft stock, and he may have. North Dakota State, like every other FCS team, and by the way, it looks like in basketball, the Patriot League, it looks like is just going to play conference games starting in January, right? Yep, and that's the according basketball. to John Rothstein. Yeah, and this, that goes back to a comment Patrick Chambers made to me earlier today. He says, yeah, we keep getting people dropping off. Uh... Well, dropping off, you got Boston University, Holy Cross, and Bucknell were all on Penn State's schedule, as was Penn. And the Ivy League's not starting until after January 1st as well. So they're still trying to work out the schedule for basketball. And Patrick will be on the show tonight uh, at 6.05. Patrick will join us right around 6.09, 6.10. James Franklin, final half hour. All right, that's tonight's show. But Trey Lance... Like everybody in FCS, North Dakota State is not playing this fall except for one game, and that's Saturday. They're playing Central Arkansas. They want to give Trey Lance a showcase game. Many people feel he is a top 10 NFL pick and probably the third quarterback off the board after Trevor Lawrence of Clemson and Justin Fields of Ohio State. Okay. So Lance at 330 is going to get his chance to play his one fall game against Central Arkansas up in the Fargo Dome. One game. One game. I mean, I don't know what it's going to prove. 
but he's that's what they're going to do. I give the program credit because I think they're trying to showcase him and help him out, and his teammates are trying to help him out, so they're going to do it. Uh, Sunday, Colts, Bears, Jags, Bengals. Bengals fresh off their tie. <laughs> Browns, Cowboys. It's actually pretty good. That might be an interesting matchup. Saints, Lions, Seahawks, Dolphins, Chadges, and the Bucks. Ravens and Washington. Cardinals, Panthers. These are all one o'clock games. Vikings, Texans. Giants and Rams at 405, 425, Chiefs and Patriots on CBS. Bills and Raiders. And then it's the Eagles and 49ers in prime time with America anxiously watching. <laughs> Falcons and Packers at Lambeau on Monday night. Now, see, the, the Falcons are a bigger underdog to the Packers than the Eagles are to the Niners. Huh? That's a little surprising. The Patriots are the Patriots are seven point underdogs to the to the Chiefs. Ooh. The Niners and Eagles, Eagles are seven point underdogs, but the Falcons are seven and a half point underdogs to the to the uh to the Packers. Biggest underdog, the Giants, twelve uh minus twelve to the Rams. Mm, boy, Houston's an underdog at home. Four points. Arizona is the favorite, three and a half over the Panthers. Uh, Baltimore, 13 and a half point favorite over the Washington football team. Yeah, that's not surprising. Tampa Bay, plus seven, or excuse me, uh, minus seven with the Chargers. Seattle, minus six and a half at the Dolphins. New Orleans, minus four at Detroit. Dallas, minus four and a half to Cleveland. Ooh, the Bengals are the favorite against the Jags. Minus three. Bears, two and a half point underdogs to the Colts. And then tonight, the Jets are a one point favorite over the Broncos. <laughs> in fact, that might be the total number of points in the game. <laughs> be pretty close. So we're kidding around one time. This, uh, this is going back to 19... 19- 85. We used to do a pregame roundtable with Joe Paterno. So it was Stan Savern, George Paterno, Gil Santos, John Grant, and me. So the five of us. Three radio guys. I was the third guy. I was the junior partner. And then, of course, Stan and George from TV. So we combined it. So the five of us. And we spent about an hour with Joe in that pregame show. So for whatever reason, Gil Santos is doing, let's see, no, Gil's there. No. So Gil's there, I'm there, Stan and George, but John Grant's not there. Because John was driving in to Cincinnati with, with some friends. Well, he didn't get there in time. That's okay, we do the show anyway. So Gil, and Gil passed away, oh my goodness, a year and a half ago. Gil actually passed away on his birthday. And I love Gil. He was so funny. Sense of humor. He says, all right, uh, and this last segment we always did was this. He said, all right, let's uh, let's pick the game. 
He said, and now we're going to a little twist this week. We're going to predict who we think is going to win, and then we'll predict, based on his football knowledge, what John Grant would say. Okay. I'll go first. So Gil goes first. He says, and Penn State will beat Cincinnati uh, 45-10. to 10. And he says... He says, and John will say Cincinnati 37 and Penn State 2. Steve, what do you think? And I said, uh, let's see, Penn State will win the game. I'll say um, 38 to, to 6. I said, and John would say Penn State will win the game 37 to 1. He says, 1? He says, you can't have 1 in a game. I said, I thought you said this was based on John's football knowledge. <laughs> Well, of course, John, the next day, is listening to this. He looks over me, gives me that dirty look, which I deserve, by the way. I earned that. All right, Dick and Mill, what do you got? Steve, I'll make this quick. I heard you, when I was driving, I heard you talking about Coach Franklin and, and Coach uh, Chambers tonight, or with your thing, and I heard you talking about Penn State having, a, like, a contact scrimmage. Well, eventually they're going to. They're going to have yeah, to do so it at some point. But, but I was told that when Navy, when Navy played BYU this year, they had no live contact before that football game. Yeah, Navy didn't. Navy yeah, had Navy none. Did. When Navy they went into that none. football game, that was the first contact they had this season. Yep, Navy had Which, none, and but BYU did. Uh, right. it, really go, it really goes to what, for example, the Ivy League. The Ivy League has gone to no contact, even though I know they're not playing right now. But that started with Dartmouth with Buddy Tevens. Yeah. Uh, they, have that tackle, the, they have that tackle robot. That's what they yeah. use at Dartmouth. But it seems like it's really it's quite a transition to go from uh, calisthenics to whatever you're doing and, and on the mm-hmm. field drills to a live football game against a, a major opponent, in a sense. Yeah, I agree with you. I think you have to have some hitting somewhere along the line, and I don't mean some 80, 90, 100 play scrimmage and you're just knocking each other all over the place. You know, you got to get out there and get some guys some 15 to 20 reps out there at some point on a Saturday where it involves some hitting, and then the next group goes out there and they got like 15 to 20 reps somewhere in there where they're doing a little bit of hitting. You have to have some of that at least a couple of times in the preseason because I just, I agree with you, Dick. I don't think. You can go in there uh, feeling like you've played nothing but seven on seven for four weeks. I, I just heard you mention that, and it came to my mind, but I was driving, so I just wanted to yeah. get that in. Okay, yeah, thanks, Steve. Yeah, you're right. Navy Navy did not hit. Did not. And it's amazing how Navy then played Tulane the week after and was down 24 nothing, but then came back and won 27-24. They shut Tulane out in the second half, and... Uh, and I've said this several times. You know, people have complained the last few years about, and when I mean the last few years, like maybe four or five years about tackling. You know, why is the tackling? I mean, yeah, Penn State's lousy at tackling. Everybody early in the season's lousy at tackling because guess what? You get more tackling you feel like in a game than sometimes you do in, in, a, in a practice. It's just the way it is, the way they've set it up. I mean, you know, Dick mentioned, Davey didn't hit at all. And you know what's interesting? Every single person on the planet could tell. But Dartmouth won an Ivy League championship one year and didn't hit in practice. I mentioned how Buddy Tevens has the robot. You know, they kind of, you do tackle the robot. And the robot, they got a little, it 
stick and they take the robot and they steer it all over the place. Now that is a job I know the suit wants. The suit wants the job where he drives the robot. I'm telling you. Now that's not surprising. Oh no, that screams him, don't you think? (laughs) (laughs) This is the greatest thing going. (laughs) We'll come back, wrap it up in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. And then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, so the suit does want to be the robot guy. He, he texted me. I was actually just thinking that, too, and I, I texted back, it screams you. <laughs> and, and he texted me, it does. I've been practicing my life by playing Madden. That's exactly I, right. Now, this is the problem I have with him driving the robot at Dartmouth practice. In order to not get hit, it starts running away. <laughs> it goes toward the parking lot. What are you doing? You're supposed to get hit. You're the robot. They're not hitting you. No, no. Catch me if you can. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dick Girardi tomorrow. The King tomorrow. You tomorrow.